0: Welcome to a brand new series on Hacks to Habit Forming. And we're going to start out with a list of things to understand about how we form habits and, you know, really different variables that exist in our lives and and how we form those and then how we end up sticking to those and we're unable to get away from those. Uh, We're also going to mention a little bit of science after that. And we're going to talk about habit blockers, habit triggers, and all those kinds of things that will help you to not only understand habits, but then we're going to jump into a whole bunch of great tips on how you can instantly optimize your routine uh, by implementing these tips and tricks and hacks for forming habits that last. Picking up a new habit is both a science and an art. While you've got to have spirit, dedication, stick-to-itiveness... You've got to have a serious commitment and some awareness to know what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it. And maybe even understand the inner workings of how you got there to begin with, how you formed this habit, and why it seems to just cling to you and not want to let you loose understanding the mechanics behind this, but also kind of evaluating how they're formed and what triggers or blockers have created these for us and how we become our own worst enemy is the beginning of this series and and it's it's the most important foundation I can lay for you. So let's start with some triggers. Let's talk about what triggers us to not only form the habits we have, but to maintain or continue to stick to these habits, even though maybe we don't want to stick to them. And so it begins with your atmosphere. And, you know, if, you, if you're wherever you are, whatever you're doing, when you're uh, uh, executing a specific habit, let's just say, for example, your morning routine. Okay, because that's something that I often find very important and have talked about it a number of times. But your morning routine, how did you get that routine? Well, what kind of atmosphere were you brought up in? Okay, Um, maybe who you're living with now and the atmosphere that they create, or maybe it's just the the structure or the condition of your home that you live in, you know, um, or or maybe it's the number of people that live there and maybe the type of habits or routines they have. Or maybe it's the time of day that you start your habit, or maybe it's the time of day that you should start your habit, (laughs) Um, And you're rushing out the door so you can't do it, you know. Um, Maybe it's other influences in your life. You know, maybe you turn on the news automatically without even thinking about it. And it, it makes you feel down and sad and angry. You know, maybe you do some of these things without even really realizing that they're affecting you. Um, You know, what kind of moods are you in when you do these habits? You know, Um, is it a a mood that drives you to do it, say, drinking or doing drugs or, you know, uh, taking a pill of some kind or, you know, or or just staying a recluse because you're, you know, upset about the world and what's happening in the world? You know, there's a number of, I mean, the list really is enormous. There's no way I could sit here and name to you all the different habits you may have formed or may not have formed. And what could have led to that? But what I'm trying to get you to do is get your wheels spinning a little bit, thinking in terms of you know what maybe caused. Let's get to the bottom of how you formed your habit and in why you keep doing it again and again, even if it is not fruitful for you. Okay, um, it could also be related to your location or or maybe just your sta- your current status in life. You know, uh, maybe it's your work schedule. Maybe it's just your level of comfort or discomfort. OK, maybe you're just doing something because it's more comfortable to do it that way, even though maybe it's not the best way. It's comfortable. And, and a lot of us don't want to be comfortable. But I'm telling you something right now. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. OK, um, another variable here is possibly rewards. Maybe your habit gives you some kind of reward. Maybe it makes you feel good. You know, maybe it's a, an addiction that you're feeding or maybe it's just uh, a, a habit that you've picked up that just makes you feel more at ease or maybe it de stresses you or maybe it makes you feel more sociable. I, I don't know. Again, the list is absolutely enormous. But getting to the bottom of each of your habits that you have and especially taking time to list out all the maybe start with a list that you could have on one side all the good habits that you want to form or that you you want to keep and then on the other side have all the habits listed that you don't want and you don't want to keep. So that's going to be my first assignment for you now is to, you know, list out those habits, have them in writing and begin to dissect them and understand what has happened to you that you ended up with these habits and how you can change them. Okay, that's, that's a great place to start. And then uh, the, the the whole neuroplasticity, neurochemistry comes into this, of course. And I've mentioned this before, but I, for those of you that are just joining or maybe you're not familiar or you need to be reminded, um, you're constantly creating neural networks in your brain based on what you think about and do day after day after day after day. So it's, it's everything, it's what you do every single day that forms these habits. And, and what you do every single day is building these giant neural networks. Okay, And these, these networks are so maybe deeply rooted in that it's very, very hard to unwire them. But the good news is you can unwire them. You see, as you direct your attention towards the new habits you want to create, the old habits will become less and less strong. In fact, they actually denature or fall off the neuron. And you have 100 billion neurons. You have a 1,000 trillion synaptic connections by the age of 35. So you have all of those to work with and to rewire, unwire, and, and wire in new habits. But it takes 21 to 30 days just to grow one neural network. So... Whatever you decide to do and commit to in terms of your list, okay, um, you need to make sure that you're committed at least for a month, okay? And even that isn't long enough because after that, if you decide to slip back into the old ways, you'll unwire it all again. <laughs> so this is a lifestyle commitment and it's a change that you have to make. Well, I've laid some pretty good groundwork for this first uh, session or episode, rather. And so what I want to encourage you to do again is that list. So on one side, you're going to have all of the good habits that you want or that you have currently, and you want to keep, and then on the other side, you're going to have all the habits that you don't want or habits that you, you know, that, that you uh, that you want to get rid of currently that you have. Okay, so positive and negative habits, and then start to think about it based on all these questions that we've asked. So triggers, I'll rehearse them real quick again: atmosphere, time of day, influences, moods, location, comfort or discomfort, rewards, and obviously there's more to the list. So, uh, good place to start. Join me tomorrow on the podcast as we dive into habit blockers and begin to talk about ways to optimize your routine so that you can make habits that stick for long term. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness routine. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. and look forward to having you the next time. Have an amazing day.